Hey folks, I'm in the midst of relaunching the Product People Club. Not accepting new members right now, but if you want to get notified when we launch, when we start accepting new people in, go to productpeople.club. So how does this actually work? This is Mega Maker episode 36. Ah. Well, whoa. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Mega Maker Show. Justin Jackson here, back from vacation, family vacation. We took the kids and we went first to Cultus Lake, British Columbia, where they have a huge water park and amusement park, you know, roller coasters and stuff. The kid's favorite part about that stop was the hotel water slide. <laughs> so I spent all this money on the amusement park and the big water park, but they just wanted to hang out in this little water slide in the hotel. Uh, then we went to the coast of British Columbia into the Gulf Islands, and we stayed on Maine Island, and it was amazing and beautiful. I took lots of really great photos. Um, you can go check them out on Instagram. Uh, I'm the letter M, the letter I, Justin there. And whew, how am I feeling today? Slower start to the day than I would have liked. Uh, it's 10.14 a.m. right now. And I've been trying this new schedule where I try to wake up at 6 a.m., which is a big deal for me. I know some of you are waking up at 5 and 4 or whatever, but try to wake up at 6 a.m., and then um, get to the office by 7, and then work till 3. And that's kind of, my wife and I are trying that. We think it might be better for the kids. You know, she'll get the kids to school, and then I can go and pick them up after school, and then she can go to work in the afternoons, and I'll try to work in the mornings. But today I did not get started until, well, right now. (laughs) I just went to the coffee shop, and, you know, conversations start. And... Part of me thinks, you know, uh, I can't, like, talk to people. I've just got to, like, go heads down and work on stuff. But on the other hand, having real human connections with people, looking people in the eyes and listening is important. It's important for our humanness. And so when we're always in our creative caves, in our maker caves, just working on stuff and we're not taking the time to just go and, you know, have a conversation with a real human being. Uh, I think that does something to us that's not healthy. So I'm starting late today, but I feel like I got a good dose of humanity, you know? Now, enough about me. How are you guys doing? It's been a while. It's two weeks since the last show. Uh, Why don't you stop what you're doing right now and just Tweet me or Instagram me or Snapchat me and just say, this is how I'm doing right now. Uh, the letter M, the letter I, Justin. M-I, Justin. I just want to hear, hey, I'm listening to the show and I'm working on this or I'm feeling this or whatever it is. Reach out to me. Let's have a little human connection uh, over the internet. And uh, I just love to hear who is hearing my voice right now, um, no matter what you're doing. I know some of you are stuck in traffic. We talked about that last week, uh, sorry, last episode. And this episode, I want to kind of take the next step 
Uh, last episode, we talked about the freedom ladder. How do you go from, you know, having a job you hate to actually <laughs> getting some sort of freedom out of that, you know? And I've been thinking about that model a little bit, and I wanted to uh, take it from another perspective this episode. We're going to talk about the different stages that there are in that process. All right, you guys ready to get going? All right, let's do this. So first of all, I need to say this is based on a live video thing I did. Uh, I'm doing these every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific. So if you go to megamaker.co slash live, you can see the past ones I've done. And that is what kind of the flow of every week is I'm going to do these live video events where people can ask questions and I've kind of got a, a specific topic I'm going to cover and then I'm going to refine it for the show. So here's how this one came about. I was on vacation and I got some messages from some folks in uh, the Product People Club. This is an online membership that uh, community I've been running since 2013. And uh, it's the message you don't want to hear from a customer, which is, you know, I'm thinking about quitting. And the way it's worked up till now is you either pay $199 a year renewing or you pay $29 a month. And for those of you that have never run an online community, it's a little bit different than running like a, a recurring software business. The, the numbers, especially the churn numbers, the number of people that are canceling, are much higher for online communities. And, you know, I, I think best in class is like, you know, you might have up to 25% churn. We've been lucky with Product People Club. People stick around for a long time. There's been people that have been in the club since 2013. But there's a few folks that have been around for a while and things just weren't working for them. Now, part of this is natural, right? If you think about it, if people are joining uh, online membership or online community for a reason, they want to accomplish something. And a lot of our members, um, you know, there's people like Samuel Hulick at User Onboard. There's folks like Robert Williams at um, Let's Workshop. Uh, even Ryan Hoover was a member earlier on. Uh, you know, these folks achieve what they want to achieve and then they move on. They, they don't need the community anymore. And so a few folks were thinking about moving on. And I was just thinking, man, like something is broken here that I need to think about. And the first step was for me to get out of my own feelings and my own kind of inward maybe disappointment and really try to step in to a customer's shoes. And so I drew this picture. It's in the show notes, megamaker.co slash 36. And on the bottom of the page, I drew out uh, pictures, little pictures of people in the community, people that were my customers. And I put their initials above their heads. And then I thought, okay, here's all these people. And let's say they're all starting from ground level. What is ground level for makers, for product people? Well, it's you have no audience, no idea, no business idea, and no revenue. That's how we all start. No audience, no ideas, and no revenue. 
And the next step, the thing that everyone is shooting for is independence. The freedom, like we talked about last week, to quit your day job, to quit consulting full-time, however freedom looks to you, that's what they want to achieve. They want to earn enough from the things they make, from the software they're building, from the books they write, from, you know, if you're a musician, from the music you're selling, to be able to quit their job and focus exclusively on their craft. That is the first step, freedom. And for me personally, I feel like I've just passed that line. You know, back in November, I felt like I had enough audience, enough good uh, problems to solve, and enough revenue that I could quit consulting full-time. Okay, so once people reach independence, financial freedom, what's the next step? Well, the next step is to go from that line of freedom up to a business we can be proud of. And that's where I feel like I'm going now. So in that beginning stage where you go from no audience, no ideas, and no revenue, you start trying things. You start building an audience. You start listening to people's problems. You start looking for opportunities where you can help. And you start trying a lot of things. And so by the time you reach financial freedom, often you've got a bunch of things on the go. And this <laughs> really the story of Mega Maker, right? megamaker.co slash list. That's me trying to make a hundred things, trying to connect with people in different ways. Uh, also, in my case, just trying to satisfy this uh, midlife crisis I was having. But, you know, the point I'm at right now is I've got all these things kind of on the go and I need to start doubling down on what's working. I need to start narrowing my focus and getting to the point where I have a business I'm proud of. I don't feel like I have a business I'm proud of yet. I don't feel like, you know what, this thing is running the way I want it to. This is like the thing I'm going to like base my life on. And I feel like I'm getting close, but I'm like narrowing it down. And so I put that at the top. We want to go from no audience, no ideas, no revenue to some financial independence. And then from there, we want to go to a business we can be proud of. And I feel like my friend Nathan Berry just achieved this with ConvertKit. Uh, I feel like my friend Brennan Dunn uh, recently made this decision. He said, I'm going to just focus on one audience, and that's freelancers. And it's interesting. You know, you can either focus on one product like Nathan has done with ConvertKit, or you can focus on one audience and have multiple products that serve that audience. So I think there's two types of people maybe or two different approaches that you can uh, take to get to a business you can be proud of. And they're both proud of their businesses. Like if they introduce themselves at cocktail parties, they'll say, you know, hey, I'm Nathan. I'm the founder of ConvertKit. Or, hey, I'm Brennan. I'm the founder of uh, Double Your Freelancing. My friend Ashley has been working for 11 years to launch her insurance business. Uh, she just launched, I want you to check this out, withjack.uk.co. Uh, so she's in the UK. If you need insurance and you're in the United Kingdom, give her, uh, give this a look because the website's beautiful and she is really trying to transform uh, kind of an old stodgy industry. But for her, she realized 
for her to achieve what she wants to achieve, she needs to focus exclusively on Jack, on her insurance business. She can't have multiple projects. This is going to take all of her energy. And so that's her. She finally feels like she's launched a business she can be proud of. So there's different ways to get there. And once you have a business you're proud of, the next step is growth and scale, right? This is where Nathan's at. This is where Brendan's at. This is where Ashley's at. They want to grow and scale their business. And traditionally, this is what I did as a job. I would help companies grow and scale their business, mostly software companies. And beyond that, something that we never think about is what happens 20, 30, 40 years in the future when you've been growing and scaling your business forever. Do do you retire? Do you just keep doing it until you die? You know, those are questions we don't talk about. So kind of a bunch of unique stages, right? Ground level, no idea, no audience, no revenue, up to, okay, I've got some financial freedom, up to, I've got a business I'm proud of, up to, I'm going to grow and scale that business, and then eventually retire or something. And so going through this exercise, I I realized for my own business, I want to focus on each of those stages. And primarily right now, I want to start, I want to focus on folks who have no revenue, no ideas, and no audience. That's one group. And I also want to focus on that group of people that have built and launched products. You know, they've got a bunch of things going on. They've got some apps. They've got uh, software as a service business. Maybe they've written a book. Uh, They've got a good sense of who their audience is, but they're building up to a business that they can be proud of. And eventually, I'd like to go back to that group of people who have a business that they're proud of, but they want to grow and scale it. So not right now, but eventually I'd like to get there. And this exercise all started with me trying to get into the shoes, the boots, the lives, the mindset of my audience and really asking, what do they need? You know, for Product People Club members, they don't want just like, you know, some forums where they're just typing in boxes or, you know, our Slack group where they're just like chatting. No one like wakes up every day and says, I want to, you know, type stuff into boxes or I want to. No one does that. They have a destination that they're trying to get to. And this is true for every business. You know, as a maker, you want people to use your stuff or enjoy your stuff just so you get satisfied, you know, so you can have the satisfaction of knowing that people are using what you've created. But nobody wakes up every morning and says, you know, I just want to use a thing. They have a destination. They have jobs that they want to be done. And our role as makers is to figure out what those jobs are and what that destination is And then help people get there. And one of the things I figured out with Product People Club is that the form didn't fit the function. You know, my son, Marty, I was upset, right? And so I go out on the deck and my son, Marty, comes out and says, Even you wouldn't buy, like, even you, if, if, if you were like a different person, like a random customer, except with your brain and you just decide not 
to make that thing, like, and this other guy made the exact same thing you made, chances are you wouldn't want to spend that $200 right away, you know, because you're like, oh, it's expensive, I don't know, think about it, and then you forget about it later on. Because, like, so, it's not that people just don't want your product, it's just that it's, they just don't have enough that they can spend right now. Yeah. Man. Talk about getting into the customer's brain. You know, like he's 11 years old and he's saying, Dad, would you want to spend $200 every year on what you're offering right now? Does the form fit the function? And I'm inspired by Claire Liu. She runs a company called Know Your Company. It's a web app. It's a software as a service business. And typically you pay monthly or yearly for those, but she only charges customers once. It's a hundred dollars one time for life. And that's very unusual in the web space. And I thought, you know what, that form fits the function of specifically the product people club a lot better because you want folks to invest in the community. You want them to have to pay something. And it's also a great filter for quality. You know, the people that have paid to be a part of the community really are invested. They want to be there. But once you get to know a group of people, once you're friends, once you've shared your heart, you don't want to have to keep paying for that year after year. The form doesn't fit the function. And the truth is, is that if I was in their place, I would be willing to pay once for lifetime access. But if it was something I had to pay every year for, you know, I, I think I would get weary. And so I decided to try it out with current members. I said, you know what, I'm going to make it pay once for a lifetime. And I invited uh, other members back that had left the community. And the response has been unbelievable. Now, it's still early. We're still in the honeymoon phase. Um, I rebuilt all the forum software. I'm creating brand new um, sequences for new members. I'm going to add uh, a course based around the freedom ladder for new makers. I've created different uh, stages. So there's one for new makers with no audience, no revenue, no ideas. But then there's a stage for product people that have products. And then eventually, there's going to be a stage for people who have a business that they're proud of. You know, it has more than $100,000 of revenue every year. Uh, they've got product market fit, all that stuff. And so really, I went from being very kind of disappointed and, and depressed about this feedback I'd gotten from customers, but it, it, the, it served as a catalyst to me really going back into their shoes and thinking, what do they need? Justin, shut up about what you need. That doesn't matter. What do these people need? And that is the question that you and anybody, any other maker needs to ask on a daily basis, no matter what stage you're at. It's easy to lose sight of what the customer wants and where they're trying to go. So I hope that's helpful for whatever stage you're at right now. If you want to get on the waiting list for the new Product People Club, productpeople.club. Uh, also, if you enjoy this show, 
I would really appreciate a review on iTunes. It's really the only way people, new people, can find the show. And all you need to do is search in iTunes for Mega Maker, and then click five stars, and then write a review. Um, that's all it takes. Here's one from Conet45 in the United States. Great bite-sized episodes that are funny, relevant, and inspiring regarding building a business and entrepreneurship. One of the most authentic podcasts I've found. Thanks so much. Those are the kind of reviews that help other people find the show. So go do that. Megamaker.co slash review if you want to go straight to the review page. Uh, what else? Um, that's pretty much it. I mean... If you want to reach out to me, like I said, I'm the letter M, letter I, Justin, on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. This theme music you're hearing is by striker-metal.com. I'd like to do a future episode on how we could um, <laughs> how we could help artists make more money. I think I'll do that. And this podcast is hosted on simplecast.fm. Let's see. Oh, the only other thing is... Join the mailing list, megamaker.co slash challenge. Talk to you later.